0: Kaya FM podcast, Kaya Drive with Ciswe, Monday to Friday, three to six pm on Kaya FM
1: ninety five point nine. It's up. after school, after (laughs) school. Kaya Drive, welcome to it.
0: Uh,
1: The team's back in place, actually. Yesterday I was working alone. How was your mini holiday? Amazing. Really?
2: Yeah. What did you get up to? I can't say on A, but I was
1: wow.
2: <laughs> It was good. Oh,
1: Absolutely like- no good. <laughs> no You're gonna have a second baby. Ugh, no
2: man. <laughs> why <laughs> does your mind go to the, like the worst? Why is that the worst? No why? Uh, oh. I'm not trying to have a second baby, but it was fun. It was okay. great. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, we've got a guest today on the show. Uh, the designer Zuma will be joining us, I guess, in about fifteen minutes or so. Hopefully, I don't know. I mean, unless he's running late for whatever reason. But as far as I know, they're not running late. Okay. So, are you excited, Kinilohuma? Because you've always been.
2: Yeah, it's great to have a guest (laughs) on the show.
1: Okay. Have you you got any questions? (laughs)
2: Is he serious about running for presidency? That's what I want
1: to know. It looks like he's serious. It looks like somebody who's on a campaign to me.
2: Mm, That's what I want to know. Yeah, can he elaborate more on his
1: campaign? Mm, Okay. Sandman? I hope he gets here in time for the trivia, honestly. Sports trivia? Yeah, because it would be nice to just see that side of him. Is he into sports? I want to know the teams he supports. So I'm hoping he gets here before trivia because... Yeah. It's I mean, I ain't voting for somebody who can't get the trivia, right?
0: Mm. <laughs> so okay.
1: Hit. My vote okay. will be decided on how <laughs> that answer goes. So, if you out there and you're listening, uh, the trivia will start at about, it usually comes to about 23 minutes past, I think, 23 minutes past three or something. No, wait. No, half, past half, half, past half past three. Half past three, okay. Yeah, so I guess it will depend. Uh, Tyleen Franks?
2: No questions from my end, but I think the kids want to know. If he's
1: single, who are the kids? Are you the? He's not single, though? I'll tell you that. I'm,
3: I'm not the
1: kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not the kids. No, the, he's definitely not single. The he's married. There was even wow. a rumor of hey? he's married. He didn't know he was married. No,
4: I, look, I'm not out here following Tito room rumors, private life. But yeah, no, no, that. no,
1: he's married. There was even a rumor of him wanting to take a second wife, but wow. there was a rumor. We'll find out if there's any facts to How do you
2: know that was a rumor? Maybe he is.
1: Wanting to take a second wife? Yeah. I mean, look, we're going to find out when he gets here. Yes. And another thing we're going to do is maybe if you've got questions of your own, you can send them to us because we'll pose them to him. Uh, the number is 86 959 if you want to call us. If you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note, which you always appreciate, it's 63 959 Alternatively, if you want to structure it like very cogently, then uh, what you want to do is you want to send us an email maybe we're drive at today. We've hardly ever used that email address But I, today I, I didn't know we had an email address <laughs> Today it's been popping Because I put it out on Twitter And we're just receiving all sorts of emails People have questions People want to know why we're doing the interview yeah. uh, And of course people want to know whether or not He's really running for president etc and so on But that's essentially the, the gist of it uh because it's an interview we'll probably play less songs than what we used to but we'll see how it goes. If it goes really really badly we'll just scrap the whole thing and go back to the music. <laughs> But then mm-hmm. if it goes well, then maybe we'll extend the whole thing. It just depends. I don't know how long he's going to be here for. It just depends how much time we have with him. Having said that, yeah, you can let us know what it is that you think. You got a cheat there, Sandman? Yeah, Josh Bidlender asking us to confirm if Duduzanya underscores Zuma is his real account. I suppose we can only do that once he comes through. That I can confirm right now. It's is not it? him. Yeah, he's oh. not on social media at all. Oh. So whoever that is, it's not him. He's actually said this, I think, on numerous platforms But people never listen And there's always con artists, especially on social media So if you are following that account, unfollow uh, or squeeze. stick around maybe for the jokes Yeah <laughs> Welcome to the show, though <laughs> Today, we actually have a guest in studio We often don't have guests at all on the show uh, So I guess it is kind of a special one And I was wondering whether he was going to make it in time uh, Ultimately, he did Dude, who was finally here, yeah. how's it going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, my brother. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. Okay, cool. So, there's a couple of things before we start the interview. Um, People have been asking, for example, why it is that we're doing this interview. And I think maybe just in the interest of a declaration, uh, the time that you gave us a call, I think, was the 4th of April, right? That's correct. Uh, And we spoke about this interview. And I've got to say, I don't know if you know this, but... There'd actually been people that contacted me about interviewing you years prior, like round about 2015 or whatever. Okay. Uh, common friends, et cetera, and so on. But at the time, one, I felt like it definitely wasn't the thing to do because I don't take, I guess, a little bit of influence that I do have and the platforms that I've got access to lightly. And I do realize that sometimes... Especially when you do have that kind of access, right? Uh, PR can be used to sanitize an individual or legitimize a person that other people feel like don't deserve that platform at the time, you know? Uh, And I also felt like personally you had to answer for a couple of things uh, by way of the public protector's report uh, and also just in terms of the legal process. Since then... You've actually appeared uh, at the commission uh, of state capture commission, and you've answered the questions that they posed to you. In 2018, you were arrested. Uh, Then due to lack of evidence, those charges were withdrawn. And since then, there's no other charges that have emanated from the allegations that we know. Uh, And so then after watching some of the interviews that you've done, I thought to myself, well, for me, these interviews didn't answer any of the questions that I had. So and when you did call me, I thought, okay, this time I do have questions I want to ask him, and that's essentially why you're here. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us.
5: No, thank you very much. Um, you well researched. I appreciate that. Um, okay. You've you've taken us back and you've brought us to this point, and I agree. I think at the time, um, the discussion and interview would have been null and void because yeah. there's a lot going on. Um, I think now is is a good time. I won't say the perfect time. There's never a perfect time, but it's a good time. Okay, have a conversation, so yeah, uh,
1: as you can hear us in the studio, <laughs> if you do have any questions, you can send them to us at 959 You can hear us up on WhatsApp as well on zero six three six double eight zero nine five nine. But other than that, the show will continue, and uh, the interview will start after this.
0: Kaya drive you drive
1: generally speaking, right, before this interview starts, for me, I like to start it off with something. It could be whatever. So I want you to imagine You're 85 years old Right Uh, You're sitting in front of your grandkids They're asking you to tell them About their grandfather Which would
5: be you What do you tell them? I tell them that Well, myself Long, hard road Yeah Um, We've learned from our elders There's no easy path I think that's one thing That I've learned myself I've looked for shortcuts They don't exist Hmm. Um, whatever it is that you do, stick to your focus, stick to your discipline, but don't be afraid to try new things as well. I tell them that, and the rest is for them to figure out. You hmm. know, that's, that's their life to live. You know, um, parameters. I was given simple parameters in my life, and I've turned out okay, I guess. And that's I'd like to do that for my my kids and my grandkids as well. So simplicity win, wins the day for me.
1: Well, we've actually got a tweet here. Somebody was asking us to speak in isiZulu. Uh, Zako namlambo. Yes, you don't speak isiZulu, do you? You understand it, but you don't speak fluently.
5: Yeah, the speaking is, I, I speak here and there. Um, I've had a, an interesting upbringing. Mm. You know? um, not out here to make excuses, but I've lived in a lot of places. because you were born uh, in Maputo. Like, that's correct, Mozambique. Um, Portuguese was actually my first language. Mm. Um, and from there, we've, we've shifted around. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, now that we are here, why did you want to do this interview? No, I think it's it's simple. Um there's there's a lot of a lot of us that are are set up in our different silos and our different areas of expertise sectors. And I feel it's it's time to to pull together. Um, you know, as you know, we don't have we don't have a history. I mean people may not know that. Um we we, we know So when you talk other. about we, who are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about everybody, I'm talking about you and me as well. Okay. You know, um I see what you've been doing. Um I respect what you've been doing. You've you've walked. You've walked a long journey, you know. um, Following, we followed your career, the the MTV based days Mm -hmm. when you started off, um, the the talent search and everything. And you know, you came up top of your class. And fast forward to 2021, you are, you've got a seat around the table, you know. And that's that's something that a lot of people don't have. That's a lot of uh, something a lot of people are not able to do. Longevity is. Is not a simple thing. Consistency is not a simple thing, mm. um, and you're a businessman as well. You know, so I think more than anything, my 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 my, my view is there've been a lot of discussions. Um, I'm sure on your side as well, just in your own circles and networks um, that we've been having, that you've been having, that I've been having, and I think it's time to bring it together. You know, like-mindedness is what I'm about. Now. So. Since when have you
1: felt that way? Because I'll tell you what um, Before the conversation that you and I had over the phone on the 4th I don't remember ever speaking to you But I do remember meeting you uh, Because we have got a lot of common friends So... Uh, there was a friend of ours Who had a dinner at her house yeah. And I was there I remember seeing you there Sure uh, And then Never spoke to you Until approximately a month ago When we were sitting out this interview That's correct So when you say That you are now feeling That it's time for The people of South Africa And you included everybody To unite yeah. Since when have you had that feeling?
5: No, I've had that That's how I've, I've, I've grown up um, If you look at, at, at My friendships My history I'm always about Pulling people together um, I'm about making My networks um, examples of of who we are, and if I see and you know, you you in the mix a lot of times. You know, <laughs> we see you in your your tours and everything, mm. and you know you you are you are fighting battles that some people may understand, some people may not understand. And from my side, I may be wrong to a large degree. You are misunderstood, um, but you just you know you're just wearing your heart on your sleeve and you're fighting for what you believe in, and I respect that, um, regardless of of how other people may feel about it. From my side, it's 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 it's. It's up to me to have that conversation and get that that view, that viewpoint for myself, and not to have it behind the scenes. Let's you know, let's have a conversation out in the open.
1: So then, what is
5: it that you believe in, and why are we uniting? Um, I believe that iron sharpens iron. Alright mm-hmm. um, I believe that there's more that we can do together than we have um, accomplished in our own setups. Um, so. When I look at the situation, you know, there's people that I speak to all the time, just like you do, just like anyone else does on different levels. But pulling people together is an issue based on expertise, history, ego, whatever it is. From my side, I want to be able to say, you know, we've got mutual friends as well. And likewise, there's been people like, yo, have you ever met the dude, you know, and I've only understood you from your public persona, um, what it is that you put out there. Um, As much as this is a. Pretty much a public engagement I think mm. it's It's something that Needs to be showcased To say We don't know each other We're having this conversation And we're willing to Well I'm willing to To put this together And build something So that's that's where I'm coming from Surely though This isn't about me Because
1: if you wanted to have A conversation with me You could have just called me You could have had the conversation Right sure. I'm assuming this is about Your presidential bid
5: No that's your assumption um, I think Because the- you are running Right you did throw your hats in the ring. I've, I've, I've spoken about being involved mm. in, in politics. I've spoken about being able to make a difference because I believe I can. Um, you know, people want to pin it down to a presidential campaign. That's fine. I'll take it. Um, if that opportunity arises, as I've always said, I'll grab it with both hands. But this is deeper than just politics. Um, politics is just one facet of what it is that we're trying to do. Um, South Africa is just one area that we need to pull together. There's still an African continent, there's still a a global village that we need to pull together. So us having these conversations out in the open, um, yes, of course, it's opportune from my side. Don't get me wrong, I'm on on your platform and I appreciate you for having me on your platform. Um, It's it's about raising the bar, that's as simple as it is.
1: Okay, so we're gonna need to go to traffic quickly. So explicitly, what is it that you're hoping to achieve? Because I still haven't heard you say it. I hear you say you need to unite, raise the bar, Pull together, but for what exactly?
5: Um, we've got a country to build. It's as simple as that. Um, when I sit, uh, I, I take a look around. I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone standing up and saying, "Yo, let's let's take this fight forward." A lot of people are talking. Um, it's all good, but I'm saying, you know, I'm I'm, I'm willing to stand up um, and let's let's raise the bar. So when I say, or when you make the assumption that it's about a presidency, it's less of that. It's more of saying, guys. If we can do it, we're sitting in the studio, people are doing what it is that they do, but you are at the pinnacle of what it is that you do. If we've been able to do it with the little that we've had, the little support that we've had, uh, we've been able to break through into these different industries and to have this voice. Uh, I'm going to use it, you know, um, that's, that's where I'm coming from.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for that. Just hold it right there, cool. uh, because when we come back, we'll call you onto the discussion. You can still hit us up right now. Uh, to Designer Zoomers in the studio, zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. If you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note, zero six three six double eight zero nine five nine is how you do that. Kaya
0: Drive with Seasway on Kaya FM ninety five point nine.
1: So welcome back. Uh, this is Kaya Drive. A very special edition of Kaya Drive. Uh, less music and kind of more talk because we've got a guest in studio, To Designer Zoomers, here with us. Before we took the ad break, uh, you spoke about us having a country to build, right? If somebody were to say you were possibly in the most prime position to help build a country because your father was a president, uh, and I can imagine you would have had a lot of influence on your father, ergo the president, why didn't you take the opportunity then to build the country?
5: No, I think that, that statement is completely um, incorrect. The reason I say that is he's he's a politician. He was doing his politics thing. I've I've followed a business career mm-hmm. um, my whole life, and he's his own man. You know, you know. There's nothing I can whisper in his ear like, "Yo, what's good, man?" Not like, even Yo. at
1: all. I mean, because I can tell you right now, yeah. as much as my father's my own, he's his own man. Yeah. He will. I'll have his ear. I'm uh, not to say that he's gonna do everything that I say, but I'll definitely have his ear. And by you just being his son, you do have. And influence, Maybe not influence over him, but definitely general influence.
5: Would you agree with that? Uh, now I do. And to answer your question in another way, um, the business journey that I've taken and the levels that I reached mm-hmm. at the time, I think uh, for a young business person in this country, second to none. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we played at the highest levels. I played at the highest levels. Um, I've sat around some interesting tables, negotiating tables, boardrooms, conferences, whatever it is. Um, and the difference that I made at the time was purely on a commercial basis. That would be from pushing the game further as a young black business person. That would be from an employment perspective, employing people, um, getting communities going, building up communities, um, getting the healthcare around those communities going, going to the schools around the communities, um, and just pushing the boundary and showing people that it can be done. Because when we look at, look at it from the outside as 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 younger players in business we, we're inspired by different people we look up to people to say okay if I was in that position what would I have done so from my side I think I did play a role and I think that's why um, this, um, this level of conversation has had this level of um, profile of whatever it is that's going on is there purely on those steps that I took from a business perspective on the political side I mean, dude was running his own he was running his own thing and yes um, I completely agree there are definitely some benefits of um, being associated with someone that is a head of state at the time. But at the same time, there are some massive drawbacks. Um, you know, I always I always say this, You know, it's, it's it's a gift and a curse being in a position like that because as much as people say, okay, here's this guy, whatever it is that they, 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 they think that I am, um, needs no introduction, um, he's doing A, B, C, and D, the level of scrutiny is 10 times more than you or anyone else would have. Why? Because of Governance. What is this guy doing? How has he gotten involved? What are the relationships? Um, what networks is he using to to leverage to get these opportunities? And, that, and largely that's been the discussion around um the issues I've had from a, a legal perspective is how did you guys do this? It's impossible to have done it without influence. So from my side and, and I've said this on multiple platforms, I've said this at the commission, um in, in other interviews, is I've chosen my path and my path was purely private. It was not, not government-related. Now this is a different story.
1: So what, okay, there's two things now, right? Because you brought up business and we're going to delve into that later. Yeah. But what led to the sudden change of heart? If you say you were driven by self-interest initially, yeah. why now do you suddenly want to go a different route? Because if you're a business person, carry on doing business.
5: All right. so I think it's, it's, um, that's been determined by multiple things. Uh, one is that journey wasn't easy. And that journey that I've gone, is not new to to a young business person mm-hmm. um, in this country. So, there's places where we've been. There's places I've I've, I've I've taken a look behind the curtain. Um, I've seen how certain things work. Um, I've had the pleasure of of meeting all sorts of of, of high-profile people who've who've schooled me in in, in the game of business. So. What has driven me to this point is taking... Is this subsequent to your father leaving office? No, most definitely not. This okay. is subsequent to my own experiences as okay. a business person. He was always gonna leave office. Okay, You know, um, he's, he's an old man, you know. It, it was always gonna happen. Um, age wise, retirement and politically wise, two terms, constitutional, blah, blah, blah. That's just what it is. So that was, that was never the issue. From my side, it's my experiences and I always find it interesting because people have this one view on the other side, they don't know what we have, what we've been doing, to, and in the background, on our grind historically, mm. what it's taken for us to, to get to this point. Um, as a matter of fact, us sitting at this point, I'm not supposed to be sitting here having this conversation with you. I'm supposed to be sitting in in an orange overall somewhere in the correctional services system. You know, people forget that. Um, you know, there's, there's 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 times where people say, "Ah, oh, but why you?" And I'm saying, "Why not me? I've gone through it. I've lived it. I'm sitting at a point now where." I've seen the, the, the inner workings, the machinations that, are, that um, are involved in the private sector, the way business is done. And yes, I've seen how, how people have done government business and have, have made themselves fabulously wealthy. Good for them. That is not me. So I'm sitting in the middle. Sorry, so just, I'm sitting in the middle and I'm saying there's this level of information. There's this level of experience that I feel I can impart. I feel I can make a difference with what I've learned moving forward. Okay. And that's, that's where I'm coming from.
1: Now, to the second thing, the business side, right? Yes. If somebody were to say, and you also brought up something else just now where you said you should be in orange overalls. If somebody were to say, why aren't you in in orange overalls? And perhaps the reason why you're not and part of the reason why you're even so largely successful in
5: business was because of that undue prominence that you enjoyed, what do you say to that? Right, so undue prominence, once again, I'll have to humbly disagree with you on that one um, because if if you look at the history of my, my business career, the and we're speaking about just within a certain time time period. The last three four years have been the most critical because that's mm-hmm. when it really got hot in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, there's been times where things have popped up as far back as um, 2009, 2010, and we were just doing our own thing then. And it got to a point now where it was ramped up. Now, the undue influence is an unfair statement because I haven't wielded influence on anybody. There's no one that can come and sit in this room and say, that hey, this guy was, he, he, put, he put pressure on me, dog. What, they will, what people will say is, we've worked with this guy, and this guy's put us on. That's what they will say, because that's, that's, that's what I've done. Why is it unfair? And maybe let me elaborate.
1: You've been in business for a long time, as early as 2005, I think, yeah, from there, what please. I could tell. Correct. But your best years in business were from 2009 onwards. Coincidentally, which was when your father was in office, right? Furthermore, when you say it's unfair, um, do you believe in
5: favoritism? Favoritism does exist. I mean, we all, yeah, favoritism does.
1: But do you believe in it? Is it a good thing to have? Because it definitely exists, 100% I agree with
5: you. In some cases, yeah. There's nothing wrong with favoring people, favoring teams, favoring a situation. We all do it, 100%.
1: Okay, so if you say we've got to fix the country... hmm, one of the biggest issues that we faced with as a country is inequality. Yeah. And inequality uh, comes as a result of many things but
5: favoritism certainly does perpetuate it. Do you agree or disagree? Favoritism in what sense? In, well, the, in, it, in, in, in inequality. So in any percent.
1: sense nepotism could be one. Uh, so you know those who are holding wealth tend to do business amongst okay. themselves uh, and agree. they exclude and they exclude a lot of people that could be partaking in the economy. Correct. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose Within the context of this discussion, the best way to fix a country, well, there's a lot of ways, but one way that you could look at it is if you go, we need a meritocracy where people are given positions or given access to opportunities based on merit. Would you agree with that as well? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Now, if I tell you that there's somebody out there who's perhaps more deserving than you are, who's perhaps less connected, though, than you are. Uh, and let's use any other merits to gauge people Let's say aptitude, whatever. et cetera, so on Better educated, whatever But that person didn't get the opportunity that you got And didn't get to enrich themselves as you did What would you say to that?
5: I'd say to that I've been I've been dealt different cards To everyone else I've had my ups, I've had my downs I've been under pressure um, in my life for certain things I'd like that same approach when people say Hey, you've been favoured when the chips are down Hmm. No one was around. No one was saying, you know, that's why I keep saying the, over, the, the orange overalls thing because people conveniently forget that the pressure was on. Whether it was true, false, right, wrong, that's a different story but I've walked through that when people thought that i ran away from it. So if people are going to throw that, that, that label and say, look, you were favored, um, you know, there's, there's a flip side to that coin. Uh, that's that's just, just the way I see it.
1: But there's a flip side to every coin and that's life. That's why it's called a sure. trade-off, right? Correct. So for example, when I chose to be the person that I am And be in the public eye The drawback to that is that I forfeit any kind of private life Right <laughs> uh, I'm a very private person I'd very much like to be able to go somewhere And not have people <laughs> who want to take photos with me But I then go, you know what I also like the way my life has turned out Because there's also a lot of benefit that comes with being me um, So I take the good with the bad I can't sit here and complain about True. the bad now Because when the when the good comes I revel in it so why do you complain about the bad that comes in Especially if somebody were to say That heat in the kitchen that you speak of Was largely brought about, brought about by
5: Let's say your own actions According to the allegations Right. So from my side we're definitely on the same page I think maybe you misunderstood me mm. um, When I was saying When I was speaking about The pressures I was mm. just saying I was agreeing with the point That the good and the bad is something that I That's how I live um, the path—that's a path that's been chosen. That's not—it's not up for me, you know. If, if 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 a person is feeling that way, there's nothing I can say to anybody. All I can say to them is, get up on your feet and and, and try it out. That's what I did. It's as simple as that. So when people when people try and, and and just say you know there was a red carpet that was laid out for you, that's definitely not the case. We work hard. Um, we get up as early as everyone else. We sleep later than everyone else. We put in the we put in the work. That's just what it is.
1: So somebody who may say to you they don't consider you to be a legitimate business person, uh, that you literally just enrich yourself from government tenders, et cetera. What do you say to that? That's their view. They're entitled to their view. But do you see how that can then affect how people view you, uh, especially if you want them to suddenly come together and coalesce towards a common goal? Because another thing about leadership is people need to trust you. Sure. Right? Uh, And that trust speaks to the motive. I need to know what motivates you to suddenly start speaking this way and thinking this way. Uh, Another person may go, well, now maybe you're seeing that there's no other avenue to explore. And so you're thinking, well, the only way I can get back within, I guess, the inner circles of power, etc., is to use the social influence that I have. Because I'll admit, you do have a social influence. A lot of people flock to you. You've seen the numbers. People like you, generally speaking, right? But I'd argue again that since your father has left office... The only thing it's missing now is a formal influence, right? So a formal kind of power uh, in which you could use to, I don't know, further your means, etc. and so on. And so this could be a way, if you do end up getting back into politics, this could be a way to formalize your influence again.
5: I see. I see your point. But um, if we take it back to five years ago, mm. um, yeah, five years ago, I left the country. I've been living in uh, the United Arab Emirates for the past five years. It wasn't by choice. It was by circumstance. Right? The few things that led to me having to leave. I didn't, didn't want to leave. Um, I, I love South Africa like everyone else does. I believe in South Africa. And if that wasn't the case at the time, I'd still be here plying my trade. But the first thing that happened, and it's, 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 a lot of it is public, is because of our perceived business dealings, um, there were certain trigger effects that it um, that it, um, it, it, it it triggered off. Your accounts were shut down. You weren't able um, to transact electronically. All that, yeah, all that sort of stuff. So how is one um, expected to survive under those conditions? As a matter of fact, as I'm sitting here, I mean, there's banks around in the system here. Yeah, we can walk together. For me to open an account, impossible. Mm. All right, what did they tell me? Politically exposed. They reserve their right. That's it. And I'm saying, how? There's people that I know that are sitting have been sitting in prison for many years their debits are going off they're supporting their families I mean these are guys that have been found guilty of all sorts of crimes now I'm sitting here saying but why am I in this position and it's not a complaint I'm just trying to 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 shine a spotlight on me having been living outside the country for five years Mm. right I didn't have to come back I didn't have to formalize anything I've been minding my own business I took the pressure that I took, I took it on the chin, if I may say so myself, and I'll continue taking that pressure. Now, for me coming back, it's not like I'm here trying to be a superhero. I'm here to save the day. That's not me, it's not. But I'm saying there are things that need to be done. Because me coming back means a few things. One, exactly what you're saying. i am being a private person. No one has known me um, up until the, um, the, the recent few years. Now, so there's many places that I can't go without you know, the finger pointing for whatever reason. And I take it, the criticism and the love. You know, it's it's all bundled in one. The second thing is coming back to South Africa and having these discussions and, and and having these aspirations to say, no, we believe we can play at a high level. We understand the risks that that comes with. I'm not coming in waltzing and thinking it's going to be a walk in the park. You know that you know the situation man, as, as 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 deep down as as um, the, the grassroots all the way up. It's a treacherous game. Okay. So the, the, the risks are there. So I'm not just walking around thinking, yo, I'm, I'm here, I've arrived. I'm going to get this done. I understand the risks. I'm willing to put myself in that risk. I don't have to put myself in that risk. I don't have to come back to formalize power or influence, whatever it is. Don't have to do that. I'm living a decent life, a good life outside. And that's what it is. So we'll speak about that the next hour.
1: Uh, we joined the studio by the designer Zuma. As you can hear uh, There's lots to discuss So you can send us your questions as well uh, If you want to email them to us Drive at kayafm.co.za We'll be right back after this Kaya FM,
0: Kaya FM. 95.9 Go to kayafm.co.za for more
1: and If you just joined us in the studio We've got a guest To design his zoomers here with us uh, Twitter is a buzz right now we um, We're trending I know you say that you keep up with some conversations on Twitter, but there's a, there's a Zoom account, and you have said that's not you. So how do you do that if you're not on social media?
5: I got homies, dog. <laughs> oh, okay, so you've got a burner account. No, 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 no. I've got no burner accounts for any. I'm um, So Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it, uh, Facebook, I do not exist. Um, I'm not on any social media platforms. But there's some things that obviously become newsworthy that are... That stem off social media um, Once that happens The internet is a, is a weird and wonderful place But otherwise there are people that Are on, on, on social media And they send me stuff that they believe is Interesting to me or relevant And that's how I catch up with So them. basically
1: any account that people may think That they uh, are kind of
5: interacting with Thinking it's you Is a false account Completely I'm not Fake s- accounts I should fake, say Fake um, parody I'm not on social media at all In any shape, way, form I don't exist yet Okay Yeah
1: Now, let's speak about your judgment as a person, Uh, and I'll extrapolate examples. I'll speak about, for example, your association with the Guptas, right? (laughs) Uh, If you were to gauge it on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you gauge your judgment? Are you a person of sound judgment? Okay, so Do you make good decisions in life? or do you I, think
5: I, I definitely do I've made my mistakes in life mm-hmm. um, But when you say judgment uh, Was it a judgment of, of what in this case? Uh, just the kind of decisions that you make So the people
1: you choose to I guess associate with yeah. uh, Because again If it goes back to what you were saying Which is people need to come together yeah. And work towards this common goal I need to know the person that I'm dealing with Sure. Generally I only associate with like-minded people and to gauge whether or not I'm like-minded with this person, I'd like to see how their
5: mind works. Sure. I, I, I believe I'm a, I'm a very good judge of character. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're asking specifically, um, I'm not sure what the specific question is about, is, uh, sorry, is um, uh, relating to, to the Guptas, but we walked our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a very strong bond. We had a very good relationship. And the judgment that I made was a judgment that I stand by to this day. Okay uh, does that mean you've got no regrets about it I have absolutely no regrets we 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 meet people we we collaborate with people we socialize with people um, it's never it's never um, uh, a straight down the middle engagement you know life okay. you know it, it goes left and right and you learn to work with, work around it and I think this is this is the beauty of engaging with people you know we as much as some of us may be like minded we are not the same person you know so it gives us the opportunity to just be flexible okay
1: i don't know them i've never met them but based on the evidence i've heard being led in the state capture inquiry based on the accounts of people who have met them if those accounts are to be believed those guys to me are highly corrupt uh, people then go and talk about the, Everything that's wrong with the country That's also not it I wouldn't say that. Uh Because they're also not the only corrupt people In the country I can concede to that But those people Specifically For me How they did business And how they utilized their relationships uh, They did in a corrupt manner uh, And then I suppose Your association with them Would then cast A shadow Or a cloud Over you as an individual as well Because there have also been allegations about you And if those are to be believed Then you also would have been involved In corrupt activities
5: What do you say about that? This is what I've said previously On on multiple accounts And I'll say it now Mm. Um, A partnership is a partnership Commercial relations We did what we did within the business context There have been allegations And yes I've been um, accused of all sorts of interesting things. And my thing is very simple. It's easy to accuse, it's easy to point the finger and say, this guy did this or this guy's about this. Human interaction, um, human feedback is, is a different story. So, like I said, if you bring anybody to the studio, to any platform, and I can only speak for myself, how people engage with other people, how people feel they've been rubbed off. That's beyond my control. All I can do is say, you know, sees where this guy's feeling disrespected because you didn't greet him, whatever. And for you, if you don't want to greet him, you don't want to greet him. That's up to you, you know. Or, or you give him the warm and fuzzy and he's feeling that you're showing too much love, you know, uh, you know, this guy's too much. That's the way that person feels about it. But that's for you to, to engage the person. That's for you to, uh, you decide how, how you, you champion your, um, your, your um, um, engagement with people. So from my side, I can only speak for myself because I know how I meet people, I know how I treat people, I know how people treat me, and I can only speak of that from my own account. And then when it comes to the allegations, I don't know how many times I need to, to defend myself. And, you know, it's, it's, it's getting to a point where I've been taken to court on, on numerous occasions, and I've said the exact same thing. Guys, if there's a case to answer, let's go. Till today, nothing. To a point where the arrest that you spoke about earlier on was based on, on on false charges. That's just a fact. Now, if people are believing that in the sense of false information was put out there, um, propaganda was put out there, and this is what's driven us to a point where that's the way people see me, it's unfortunate, because that's not the case. Otherwise, I'd be in a different situation than, um, at this moment, and I've never run away from it. I've, I've, I've approached it.
1: We're joined in the studio by Duduzani Duma. I'm Zuma, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Also, while you're on that, is it Duduzani or Tutuzane? Duduzani. Ah, okay. Duduzani yeah. Zuma. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any questions, you can hit us up 08600959. And if you want to send us a WhatsApp voice notes 0636880959.
0: Welcome, Welcome to Kaya Drive on Kaya FM 95.9.
1: So welcome back. This is Car Drive, uh, joined in studio by Tutu Zain, Zuma. And before the ad break, you were speaking about your relationship with the Guptas. You spoke about how we should interrogate what it is that we think we know uh, in order to ascertain what it is that we then ultimately believe, right? Unfortunately, I've never met them, and I can't even get access to them now because they've left the country and they've never come back since. You, however, are our guest today. And again, before the break, you spoke about how Even the charges that had been laid against you were then withdrawn. One thing I will say though is that the absence of evidence is not necessarily the evidence of innocence, right? Sometimes people know things, but they just can't prove those things. I've been in situations like that. So, (laughs) can you then tell us that just because you are not charged or just because these are just allegations and the onus is on those who accuse, of course, to prove those? Uh, Can you then tell us that because of that and because nothing has emanated yet that you are
5: now innocent? 100% innocent Um, I appreciate what you're saying But if we just take it back to how we get to this point of guilty or innocent innocent, um, There needs to be a track record, there needs to be evidence that's put forward before we get there Mm. You can't just come to me and accuse me of all sorts of stuff and I need to explain myself the, the You know, the, the burden of, of proof is on the accuser, mm. you know. I'm not here to just volunteer um, anything about myself. If you're saying I've done something wrong, um, I've done something untoward, prove it. Whatever it is, footage, paperwork, um, fingerprints, whatever it is that people... So if you look at the charge sheets that um, I've been slapped with historically, it's been... It's basically everything from a financial aspect, um, financial crimes aspect. It's fraud, it's corruption, it's money laundering, it's racketeering... Mm. It's bribery. Um, fine. These are, the, these are not these are not um, you know Mickey Mouse charges. It's, these are serious charges, mm-hmm. and you know there's a very competent um, Hawks Division um, Special Investigations Unit division, um, the investigative arm within SAP South African Police. Um, there's intelligence that exists out there that um, both from police intelligence to um, just um, the NIA, the National Intelligence Agency. So if you're speaking about these crimes of state capture and you know these huge numbers that you're talking about you need to know your story you can't just come and say no we believe you've done this so it's probably true and the reason i say this is whenever there are financial crimes that exist there's a track record there's paper there's bank statements there's um audits um, maybe things that look untoward within, within the within the the audits and None of that has, has uh, from, and I, once again, I speak for myself because I can only speak about my activities. There's been none of that. So now, if I'm being accused of these various charges and nothing has come to the fore, now remember, this is now 2021. We are five years into it. There's been a whole host of investigations. it has been um, um, parliament has run an inquiry. There's been um, collaboration with international law enforcement and all sorts of things, and I'm sitting here. I'm having this conversation. It's not like they don't know where to find me. I didn't run away. I had to leave. <laughs> I'm here. Let's have a conversation, guys. You know, wherever wherever you're at, whatever it is, let me help you.
1: So I'm glad you bring up the state-owned agencies um, because, again, if the testimonies and the evidence is to be believed, and I, I'll use the term evidence loosely because it's really hearsay until we've seen anything concrete. Sure. But those were infiltrated by the previous administration, headed up by your father, I don't need to tell you. And so if you were to believe that, then you could see why there would be an influence so as to not to get get to a point where you perhaps get charged or end up in jail.
5: Infiltrated in what way? This is what I still struggle to understand. Well, far. I mean, if you are the president, uh,
1: you are the leader of the executive. Yes. Uh, Essentially, majority of those people report to you, albeit not directly. But if you are in a position where you can then appoint ministers and the people that report to ministers, those ministers end up having an allegiance to you and they report directly to you. You can see how you could have an influence on the head of the Hawks, for example. Right? Uh, We've read reports of people within the NIA using state resources to spy on uh, opposition members, even within the party. Uh, So that's the kind of
5: infiltration I'm talking about. Got you. So if we're going to speak about that infiltration at that level, then we need to take it back to the history of the existence of the South African government. That's just what we've got to do. And one of the questions that I... uh, Well, one of the points I raised to um, the the Deputy Judge President uh, Zondo Hmm. is...
1: Let me ask you, just hold on right there because we're going to be late for news. Okay, so hold that okay, thought, okay. but remember it very quickly.
0: Okay. Kaya Drive with Mr. Zuma,
1: back to you, sir. So you had a point to make uh, before we went to sports and
5: then took a song. Do you remember what that point was? Yeah, uh, yes, I do, Mr. Zuma. Okay. So I was speaking about the chairman of the commission mm. um, and the point that I'd raised then. Because we're, where we're at, I think a lot of, and there's a lot of underlying factors that lead to the situation we find ourselves in, mm. and unfortunately, there are issues of, of corruption that exist, mm. and they need to be dealt with, however and whenever, one hundred percent. And no one should be spared um, that um, 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 spared that, that that space to to escape from, you know, delivering the bad guys to 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 prison or to um, repatriate or to repay whatever it is. Mm. The reason I'm saying that is I'd raised to, to the chairman of the commission and I said, look, the interesting thing is we're speaking of corruption in the space of, what was it? Disadminist- well, the previous administration. Mm. Nine so years. nine years, yeah. Cool. And that's fine. As a matter of fact, they could have taken it to corruption within the space of one year. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to deal with corruption, it cannot be spotlighted in one corner. And that's the issue that I have with it. Is if you're going to put us to scrutiny You're more than welcome to You have mm. You know, we've, we've been under that scrutiny But it needs to be opened up If you want to deal with corruption and, 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 and real corruption You need to open it up And you need to deal with it Emphatically And that means Completely
1: Now the problem with that line of mm. thinking Is that it sounds more like a concession to me And I'll tell you why I'm All right, So I'll give you an example uh, Around 58 million people Sorry, 58 people get murdered in South Africa yep. Every day, right? If I go and I murder a person, and I get caught murdering this person, for me to turn around and go, there's 57 other guys you didn't catch. is not a defense. I got caught, I must deal with what's going on. It's not to say that nobody else got murdered. Sure.
5: But here is what we're dealing with. Correct. So that's why, for me, I've got an issue with that. Not. It, it's, it shouldn't be an issue because it, it's definitely not a concession because I have been taken down that journey, so it's, it's a fact. Um, I've been through that scrutiny, and I'm sitting here, so... It's not something where I'm trying to point in in a different direction. I've I've lived it. Mm. I've experienced it. I'm speaking from experience to say, you know what? It started with me. But if if indeed there was corruption, you have faced no consequence of it. Because I'm not corrupt and I've done nothing wrong. And I can speak openly and honestly about it. How people wish it for me to be in the position where I'm found to be corrupt is beyond my control. Because I'm not in that position, shouldn't be a situation where people say, ah, you know, it's deflecting or it's a concession. It's not a concession. I've been accused of it. Cool. Prove it. Okay.
1: Tell us about politics. Uh, I've seen videos, and I suppose it's very difficult because sometimes you do speak in circles. But strictly speaking, maybe can you tell us, are you getting into politics?
5: I am in the middle of politics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, reason, the reason I'm saying that is, okay, to answer your question directly, why I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of it is it's a decision that I've taken for various reasons. Mm. Um, and I think we, we're sitting in a, in, a, in a space in our country where, you know, there's, there's a very desperate, a desperate environment mm-hmm. um, that, that exists. And we, we're trying to take it away from the politics of desperation to the politics of inspiration. And, and, and why that is so is if we take a look around, we see what's happening within our parliament, um, the level of engagement, um, the decisions that are being taken that are supposed to benefit um, the majority, which are the the poor uh, black and then in, in, in a specific case, are not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the decisions that are being taken they 're actually quite favorable to maintaining the status quo and that was a, a, a tail end point that I was going to make when I spoken about the corruption element um, you know people don 't speak about and you know i 'm not trying to point fingers but i 'm saying if we 're going to have this discussion, we need to open it up and deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know you have cases that exist of companies of individuals been found wanting some of them are locked up others are not competition commission every other month they, 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 they're publishing um, companies that have been found guilty of collusion mm. not they've been suspected of they're still guilty and they pay fines and we're talking about multi-billions and these are the the top some of them um, JSC listed companies and my thing is like okay cool how is it fine for them to walk away with a, with a fine and it's not fine for the next person to, to walk away um, from the situation with a fine so if we're going to deal with corruption, let's deal with it wholeheartedly and not spare anyone any blushes. Any and that is a problem that's happening. I don't believe that we're serious about dealing with corruption because we are highlighting it and we are politicizing it. This is the issue I have with it. And, you know, not on a concession basis, but just from the way I've experienced it. So then how would you recommend we deal with it? We, we, we turn over everything. If we're going to talk about corruption, we start off. I mean, if, look, for example, look at the public protector. Kwebane. Mm. Um, what situation is she in? now? she faces losing her job because she was doing her job, <laughs> and you know she was clearly, um, you know, turning over the wrong, uh, the wrong tables, and that's that's why she got into trouble. Because if she's seen to be investigating a certain um, type of person or a certain per- a person that's seen to be favourable to a certain grouping, it's fine. But when you go into issues of investigating the real issues. I mean, if you look at where, you know, and no, 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 you're just watching the, the State Capture Commission now, and the President is on there, and he's, mm. he's making some interesting concessions, you know, which um, I would disagree with, because if you look at where the ruling parties come from, mm. from 94 to where it is now, they were put in a very tight position. They effectively inherited a bankrupt um, fix. Mm. yeah. And for them to still be relevant today, never mind there's issues that need to be fixed, uh, 100%, is an admirable thing. Why? Because they've done it with the little that they've had, which, which is a, a vote of of confidence in the government that's, that's existed. Do things need to change now? 100%. And that's how we're having these conversations because we find ourselves looking at our elders who've brought us here from the politics of liberation and freedom in, in 1994, when it was tough, you know, getting chased by German shepherds and being waterboarded and stuff. It was difficult to be in, in, in that position, fighting fighting the fight to a point now where it should be a whole lot easier because you're not faced with these, those issues but we're not advancing the battle. You know, we've gone from the politics of, 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 of liberation and freedom to the politics of race. Uh, you know, as much as there was a North Star, everyone's facing this Rainbow Nation um, society, uh, those are complete farce, clearly. We can't have issues of, 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 of um, racism, you know, Okay, in in our society and even the way that it pans out in our our economy.
1: So I definitely hear that, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe let me make a couple of concessions of my own now because I agree with you. And you say not everything is dealt with in the same manner in the world, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start off with justice. Lady Justice herself is blind, but I like to say her chaperone isn't. And uh, so what I mean by that is the legal practitioners, right? They are human too. They exist with flaws. And so they've got their own biases. It should not infiltrate the judiciary. It should not get to a point where people get ill-treated as opposed to others getting well-treated. But there definitely is a bias. And I'm sure anybody can tell you that some people have better access to the law than others. That's a fact of life. Yes. We'll then move on and speak about... uh, What else did you mention? Generally speaking, just everything about life, even media. People speak about how media is biased. I've said on the show numerous times, media is biased. Again, because media practitioners are human beings. Uh, And so anybody that sits here and tells you that no media is biased, that person is either lying to you or they haven't thought it through. Sure. Right. But what we need to consider is we need to then aggregate the information that we consume and we need to be discerning enough to go, okay, here's what I believe to be the truth based on probabilities of evidence, right? Yeah. And so if lots of people have come out and said one thing about Duduzanizuma, Zuma, I may not have known Duduzanizuma, Zuma, but I've then got to ask myself, hmm, why would these people say this? Sure. Now, I've heard what you have to say on record in terms of defense. You go, there's three things. There's politics at play here, Right which I 100% agree with you. Sometimes it is that. You speak about media, which is PR, 100% agree with you as well. And then you speak about the law, right? So politics, let's put aside for now and just speak about media and PR versus the law. Those two things don't work hand in hand. In fact, they work against each other.
5: When you're you're talking about um, the the media and... Yeah, so PR and law. So, so she's, she's talking about. Yeah, an, okay, the exactly. two one. Okay,
1: yeah, so actually. I'll give you an example maybe to okay. illustrate. Let's say I went and I killed somebody, right? My lawyer would advise me to keep quiet. Don't, don't make a statement. The first time they must hear from me must be at the bail hearing. My lawyer does this because he or she is only interested in keeping me out of jail. That's it. Mm-hmm. However, if I don't say anything until my bail hearing, then people start saying, ah, see the seats every day. Why is he said mm-hmm. nothing? The fact that he said nothing must mean that he's guilty, right? Sure. And so then your PR person will go, no, we need to get ahead of the story. Let's put out a statement. Already, by you doing that, you jeopardize your own legal case, right? So very often, those two things don't work hand in hand. Right or silence. And I can understand when you say that you feel like you've been prejudiced because of the media coverage that you've received. I wouldn't dispute that. Having said that, though, surely you can understand when I say, Based on what it is that I've seen and read, it's very difficult for me to assume your innocence, which is the right of yours.
5: Yeah. Um, thank you very much for specifying it. I think that's a lot clearer. I think from my side, my I made a decision a long time ago when it came to media reports, especially, well specifically, the, the negative reports. To well and positive, good and bad. That's the way I've taken it. Pinch of salt and the reason i'm saying this is my concern is my livelihood my my rights you know my 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 rights that should exist and they don't constitutionally speaking now what people say on social media journalists being biased um propaganda um whether they 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 write the truth or not that's that's not my concern people are going to say people are are entitled to their opinions They're, they're entitled to to, to view what they need to view. Um, unfortunately, there are times where a lot of them get it wrong because they do not fact check, um, and it's just as they, what, what they call a microwave, microwave journalism, where it's just people will just pick up um, a source and they won't verify it, and they, they, they continue with, with that trail. Now, my my main issue is on the judiciary side, because that's where I feel it's been. I've been prejudiced by by the judiciary. Like I said, till today, I don't know why I was arrested. No one has told me, and no one is going to tell me. How am I supposed to feel about that because now I'm sitting in a position where i'm like oh i'm going to need an opportunity to prove my innocence, and I haven't been given that opportunity because that was never the case it wasn't about that um, and this is, this, is the, this, is, this is the problem I, I have for example, to the, the bias of, of the media there's a judgment, I forget which judgment it was, and that's when I realized look we need to we need to look a bit more deeply into this and it was maybe twenty eight 2019 mm. yeah um, I'll, I'll remember the judgment. As we move along. But the judge at that time, in his judgment, mm-hmm. wrote, and um, I think there was actually some commentary around it in social media by some of the opposition party members as well, where he stated that exactly what you're saying. If this is out in the public domain, mm-hmm. if this is out in the media, if I'm reading this in the newspaper, then I need to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And I'll take that as. Um, you know, um, verified, and that is something that I'll base my judgment on. Because if people, exactly what you're saying, if people are saying this, and if this um, narrative is being drummed left, right, and centre day in, day out, then it must be true. Now that boils down to to, to what you said earlier on about you know, everyone is you know, as a human being, whether it's a journalist, whether it's a judge, everyone's got their views. You know, judges when they go and vote, they vote for a specific party. We don't know, but they've got their preference. You mm. know, um, and that's that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But it becomes a problem when you're sitting in that chair and it's our lives on the line. And you make a decision based on how you feel about the, uh, the situation, whether it be emotionally um, or politically. Or sometimes even religiously. Mm. <laughs> it's a, that's a problem. And that's, that's basically where, where I'm coming from. And, and the prejudice, to me, I, 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 I take exception um, to that. The media is going to do what they need to do. So, you mentioned
1: that you didn't know why you were arrested. My understanding of that was the DA went to open up a case in Rosebank, a police station in Rosebank, based on evidence that had been presented by Mgobisi Jonas, and then, you know, again, based on uh, the Prevention and and Combating of Corruption Act of 2004, I think, right? Because if indeed you were bribing Mgobisi Jonas... Uh, to become the next finance minister, that would have been corruption and bribery would have been there as well. You've been witness to it. And so once they opened that case, at the time, I think you had already left the country. Is that correct? Um, I think you I'm were in Dubai. Sure. You were living in Dubai it's, at the time. It's,
5: it's possible. I'm not yeah. sure. I like Thank you. Yeah. So
1: because you're living in Dubai. No, no,
5: no, no. no not true. I was here. I was here. Okay. Yeah, I was here.
1: So then why did they not come and arrest you then? Why did they only arrest you when you came back from Dubai?
5: That's an interesting question. I don't have the answer to that. Um, secondly, because the law, the law is the law. Mm. Um, you have two sides of the law. You have the accuser and you have the accused. Mm. At this point, no one is speaking. No one is speaking about the, the person that made the accusation. You know, he did what he needed to do. You know, good luck to him. Have a nice life. But I'm sitting here saying I'm you know being asked all these questions. I'm saying if it comes to the same acts that, that exist, the poker, the paka, the, whichever other acts that exist, um, is I think there's precker as well. There's all all these fancy mm-hmm. um, legal uh, jargon terms. Um, he had a window of opportunity to report it as a, a public officer. When bearer. you say he, who I'm are you talking, talking about? about to... We're talking about... Because uh, so, yes, okay, yes, okay. Yeah. he's
1: not the one that opened the case. It was a DA that opened the case. Yeah, But, but, but then
5: they needed him as a complainant because correct. obviously he is the evidence bearer. Correct. But he, he made that accusation and he was a complainant. Mm-hmm. Whether he went to the police station or not, that complaint was... It was, it was there in effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's certain um, prerequisites as, an, as a, know, a public office or public official, should I say, public mm-hmm. office bearer, that if you are making these certain, if, if, if something untoward like a bribe or. Um, you spell, uh, you juicy bound to report yeah, it. To. Why didn't you report it? Okay, but
1: that's a, that's a, that's now that's an aside no, fact, right? We're right? speaking
5: about why we're talking about how why I'm you got arrested, right? Linking, I'm linking it up. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the one thing because that's important because I mean it's not it's not in isolation. That's a very important point which mm. I'll link in the end. Secondly, the DA goes to Rosebank Police uh, Station and they, they they make the the the, the, the um, they report it to mm. to to the authorities that this is the case based on what um, the former Deputy Finance Minister said. Third thing is. I'm nowhere in the mix I'm, I'm around I'm travelling I'm sorting out my life there was a bounty on my head there was an online bounty which was quite an, an interesting thing as well mm. um, if you see this guy citizens arrest mm. you know mm. uh, which was you know it was a, a danger to my life based on these um, these these accusations then we move on to a point where I get arrested coming back in mm. and at um, the, the, the customs and immigration the gentleman he said that exactly Rosebank Police chase, uh, Station, there's been Sorry, we just, We've got a minute and a half before it get to you, okay, so let's cool. try and wrap up Let me go. I wanna, yeah. Cool, I'll do it. Charged, I get arrested Fast forward, commission of inquiry He himself says What are you talking about? I did not sign any 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 affidavit. The reason why he's been arrested is not, shouldn't be attributed to me, because mm-hmm. it's not there The A1 statement, Yes. the accuser it's, it's in court, it wasn't there How do you explain that? And so then that's why you your
1: case eventually or ultimately ended up getting withdrawn because yes. the DA, even though they opened up a case, they had yes. no complainants to back up the veracity of those cases. No
5: complainant, no evidence until this state has now I must sit with that stigma when it's not true. Okay. No, uh-huh. I just I wanted to get
1: to the bottom of that because yeah. at least now we have an understanding as Correct. to why it is that you got arrested. Correct. Uh, and again, if you understand the Criminal Procedure Act and just criminal procedure as a whole, I can go and report a case. Yeah. Once I report the case, the investigating officer will open up a docket based on what it is that I've said, right? Yeah. It'll be an affidavit because sure. I say it under oath. After that, they'll investigate whether or not this is correct. They may or may not arrest you because they feel like you're a flight risk, et cetera, and so on. Sure. They'll then hand over the docket once they're done with it and they've got all the evidence to the prosecuting authority, right? The National Prosecuting Authority will then decide at their own discretion whether they want to prosecute or not. Sure. But them choosing not to prosecute, doesn't mean that there wasn't a case to begin with it could just mean that there was no, no evidence it, it means that it led to them wanting to prosecute, no, because it's, it's also
5: at their, at their own discretion. It's, it's one thing if we speak about accusations, one thing once you start having processes and procedures, now we are legitimizing and structurizing these charges. it's one thing if it's an no, oh no yeah this guy did this that's one thing, but now if we are in a situation where South African police have it the hawks are investigating, national prosecuting authority involved, it's a serious thing on both sides accused and accused Hmm. So now, by the time the NPA decides, they need to be sure that this is serious. Me being arrested, me showing up in court in the court, the, 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 sorry, the charge being withdrawn. There was no A1 statement. Procedurally, that should not even make it to their level.
1: Okay. Join the studio by Tuduzani Zuma. Uh, as you can hear, you can give us a call. We will now be taking all of your calls in this next hour. Zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. If you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note, zero six three six double eight zero nine five nine. I'd prefer it if maybe you had been listening to the interview before you send us a question because I don't want you to cover things we've already touched on in the first or second hour.
0: Kaya Drive
1: If you just joined us in studio, we have got to design Zuma. Uh, he's been with us pretty much for the last hour and forty-five minutes. And uh, we've got some voice notes now that have come through for him. You can send us your voice note too, 63 If you want to call us and just speak to him directly, zero
4: eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. 0 Since I believe you've asked design a number of questions and um, he is answering to be fair, but uh, I find his answers to be a little bit more lengthy and a little bit more explanatory and historic, you know, um, and really we don't have 10 hours to do this radio show if we did by all means he can explain as long as he wants uh and that's not necessarily a bad thing because we do need details on some aspects and some factors um but um for me when you say something like we need to pull together and we need to build a country you know what do you mean um if you're starting a political party tell us I'm going to be starting a political party soon, its values are going to be ABC Um, or there's this business that I'm part of or that I'm doing that is um, going to have this incubation process which will include this, which will develop this and benefit those types of people, you know, like just try to be a little bit more direct and specific with your answers um, so that we can know which direction you are calling us on if you are calling us to a certain
1: direction so i guess you get the picture there it did get me thinking uh along a certain line though right so let's just speak about intra-party politics specifically within the ANC Uh, and as you say you are deep within the politics currently in any case if you were to somehow emerge with the position of leadership do you understand what that would entail and are you ready for that
5: I understand exactly what it entails. I've given it a lot of thought and I'm good to go. So how are you good to go? Because, you know,
1: having people like you is one thing. And as I have already said earlier on the show, people do like you. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate to votes, though. Uh, And we've seen this before where people are enamored by an individual, but it doesn't translate to votes. Having said that, it would be silly of me to sit here uh, knowing that you are the son of perhaps one of the most astute politicians in our country. Uh, and to think that he didn't teach you a thing or two, or that he doesn't even advise you in terms of strategy to move along this way, move along that way. So let's speak about, for example, if you needed to whip up votes within the party, a lot of the people that would have been in your fashion, so to speak, because there are factions in the ANC, in the ANC, that's a fact. Uh, those people have either been immobilized somewhat or they find themselves not having the power that they used to wield. So who would you rely on now to get those kind of votes?
5: A- I think we need to take it a, a few steps back. And that mm. voice note was a very interesting one. And the gentleman's is correct. Um, you know, belaboring points is not why we're here, but we're just answering questions that we asked. Mm. Um, I think when it comes to the how... It's a a very simple thing Like I said I like keeping things simple There's there's a lot happening Within the political space And and within our society And what we are doing is We're rising above The petty politics Because there's a lot of petty politics I don't care what anybody says Because One of the biggest talking points Right now is You know We've got our uh, Stopwatches And and, and I don't know what day we are now But there was a 30 day Step aside rule Mm. And now we must all be consumed With what's going to happen In 30 days When there's You know more serious things going on in 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 the world um so when you look at the 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 intra-party politics the the factionalism the the favoritism whatever exists in 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 what would be the the ruling party that's something that needs to be fixed um and the reason why i believe this is the time for that happening you know there's 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 um what people believe is a crisis in in south africa um Mm -hmm. politically and economically and the way I see it, I see it as an opportunity. Um, you know, there's, there, there, there is no crisis because we were always going to get to this point. It was inevitable. This is my view. From the way the, 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 the transition happened in '94 politically to the decisions that have been taken to what lead us up to now, to the way South Africa responds to the rest of the world um, in, in its relations with the African Union, it's based in SADC, um, the United Nations, G20, that was formed. Um, we've had um, COVID that's created a completely new dynamic in the world. Um, where, where we're going to is, is, is an interesting place, and I see this as an opportunity. An opportunity.
1: Okay. After the traffic, we'll delve deeper into that opportunity that you have now identified. Because I also want to find out if you do it within the governing party or form a new vehicle.
0: The Kaya app is now available on your favorite app store Kaya FM 95.9
1: Welcome back to Kaya Drive uh, Joining the studio by Duduzani Zuma Got some voice notes that we need to play And of course, calls that are queued up all the way to the wazoo We're Hoping that we'll be able to get through all of this in the next, let's call it 18 Well no, it'll be 38 minutes uh, before the show ends uh, But in the meantime, you can send us what it is that you want to ask him right now zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine if you want to call us or if you want to send us a whatsapp voice note zero six three six double eight zero nine five nine
4: thanks for coming to the show i have a question for you Turi remember and rastenberg uh, if you are the son of a highly influential person like dr jacob zuma tell me some did you start your wealth because i know now you are a rich guy did you start your wealth from scratch by yourself or did you use your your father's political alliances to get to where you are? And if indeed you used your father's political uh, influence, is
1: that not corruption? Okay, so that's the first question.
5: Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you can uh, answer. Yeah. I mean, I can take another call if you want,
1: so then answer them all at once, but I think it's better that's if you... One, do, one. Yeah.
5: Okay, agreed. Um, Mr. Mohammed and Rustenburg, thank you very much for the question, sir. Um... My business career, like I said earlier on, and I'll repeat it now, has been based on doing business. My commercial activity has been private. Uh, If you look at the businesses that I've been involved in, there's been a lot of businesses that have been built from the ground up. They've been, well, there've been some from the ground up, and most of them we've acquired. Um, And the reason why I'm saying acquired is there's a popular belief that we were getting these political favors because of political relations um, in the form of favors um licenses um introductions whatever if you look at the business areas that I was a part of and I speak in the part in 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 the sense of, of a team because you know I worked with partners and you know there was there was management there were you know there's all sorts of prof- professional people who were part of the team who did a wonderful job um you look at the mining space. If you look at the history of of what uh, mining activities we've been involved in, you will find on the minimal side mines that we've actually received uh, mining um, licenses from the Department of Minerals um, and Energy at the time. We've had to acquire these mines. So it's been an acquisition that's happened. And that speaks to us not getting those favors of of, of pushing um, um, people in departments to do so. Why? Because it's not what we do. To a matter of, uh, to, to, as a matter of fact, we had a and yeah, well, we had a whole backlog of mining applications, min- mining um, um, permits that we applied for that we did not receive. Backlog, and that was just our case, and that's been the curse that I speak about, where people see our names and they're like oh, hot potato. We need to make sure all boxes are checked, and whilst the boxes are getting checked, time is running and the opportunity is lost. Secondly, we're involved in the media space If you look at the media space
1: and The mining bit though for I mean, I'll speak specifically for just um, OCH, right? Um, yeah, optimum well, top to moon, um, You guys acquired that mine And then later on got a
5: contract with ESCOM Am I correct in saying that? Um, no, you're wrong in saying that uh, The reason I'm saying it That is when we acquired the mine There were contracts that we inherited From the previous mine owners mm-hmm. So these were contracts that were Because the, the mine was actually in, in what they call business rescue Yeah um, so it was under um, administration, and uh, that's when we, 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 we bought over the mine. Um, as a matter of fact, we were not the, the first preference. Um, mm-hmm. There were a few other suitors that were given the opportunity to, to buy the mine, and whatever, for whatever reason, those deals fell apart. I think we came in for third or fourth down mm-hmm. the line. So we were not first preference, um, and that speaks to us not having any favorability. Um, okay, But, I mean, if you look at the people who were at the helm of ESCOM
1: at the time, yep. so you're looking at people like Brian Muleve, you're looking at people like um, uh, Ukoko, uh, Marcelo Ukoko. these are people that have since now admitted that they had a relationship mm-hmm. with the Gupta family. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell
5: me that that didn't work to your favor? Okay, so if I can ask you a question in response to that is, mm-hmm. if that was the case, why were we one of the few, if not the only company selling our product at the cheapest rate. We're supposed to... Where other guys were charging in excess of one thousand one hundred, one point two um 1,000 rand. Uh, so 1,200 rand. Mm, per ton. Um, per ton. Um, we, were, well, we, were, we, were, we were... We were... Sorry, we were selling to Eskom at three hundred fifty four hundred 400 rand a ton. So why are we doing all these weird and wonderful things to sell at a much cheaper price? Well, here's the Does thing with sense? pricing.
1: Yeah, I hear you. The thing with pricing, though, is it's not just... It's, it's not as simple as that. So just because I sell my product at one rand per ton, for example, doesn't mean that the designer is going to sell his product at one rand per ton either. There's a lot of things you got to consider. Where is my mind located? That's the first thing. If I'm one of the few people around my area, I'm going to charge a premium for my product because I understand that it's very difficult for you to get it from any other mine because there simply aren't any other mines. But if the power station needs a coal, I'll charge that premium. That's the first thing. Secondly, the price you're talking about is a landed price, which then includes transportation, right? So proximity to where you are with regards to the power station also matters a lot. There are power stations that are very close to mines. They literally (coughs) don't even use any trucks, use uh, conveyor belts, right? Yeah. And then there are others that will use a truck and it will travel 80 kilometers. As you can imagine, it will cost a lot more to travel call, to, to to transport coal 80 kilometers. By the time the lander price gets there, it will be a lot higher. Even though we're dealing with the same spec kind of coal, it will yeah. still be ESCOM spec. So the pricing thing, there's a lot more that goes into pricing. You,
5: you're absolutely correct on, on your points, but um, just the one bit that i like to throw in is how do you explain that when it's the same mine, two different owners, and someone is selling it at a much cheaper price? We could have gone more expensive, or we could have remained at the same price that the previous owners were selling it. Still doesn't
1: had. mean you didn't have an inroad, though, with the people that you guys
5: had a relationship with.
1: I can understand that you the, perhaps gave them a discount, but were, that doesn't negate the fact that you had an
5: inroad. There was a business, there was a product, there was a taker. Mm. We were selling the are We're not allowed to sell coal.
1: No, no, I didn't say that. But I'm asking you, did you not benefit from having those connections? Benefit how?
5: Because those people were friends with the Gupta family with whom you were in we, business. We have a mine. As a matter of fact, that mine has changed hands multiple times in its history. So design, you cannot sit here
1: and tell me that if I'm your friend, yes. right, and we do business together, yeah. you're not going to benefit
5: from that
6: kind of relationship. What I'm saying
5: is if there's a history of business dealings, especially when an entity or a company or going concern has changed hands over a period of time, how is it that? The scrutiny at this point is different to others, especially when we are selling it at a cheaper price. That I don't understand.
1: Okay, well, look, you heard the answer, uh, and you can decide for yourself whether you're satisfied with it. There's so many calls we just haven't gotten to because the conversation uh, keeps going one way or another, which is, it's a mark of a good interview, I suppose, or at least a good conversation. I don't <laughs> know if it's a good interview, but it's a good conversation.
0: <laughs> can you drive with so, um...
1: Essentially, when this show ends in twenty six minutes, then so too will begin Kaya Biz, brought to you by Gukumfopi, Kuku. Hey, 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 is that what I'm saying, see. I never,
2: I wish folks could see the behind the scenes, right? Yeah, bright lights, tough questions, but but yeah, yourself and Mr. Zuma are doing quite well.
1: Thank you. What's coming up on the show?
2: <laughs> well, we have another element to focus on and this time stressing many South Africans out, some of whom actually stranded across the country in terms of being at various airports, AXA as well as uh, Mango. Um, we know that Mango yesterday, even on Monday really, we actually discussed the fact that they're in financial um, uh, constraints and mm. uh, unable to actually receive financing, despite the fact that they are as a subsidiary of SAA. But the Department of uh, Public Enterprises is currently in talks with Mango Airline executives just to make sure that they are able to pay off some of their fees to AXA, including parking fees, service fees, essentially the same way you and I would use parking at a mall and have to pay for it. Well, Mango has to do that and then some. Um, so some Su- South Africans have been left stranded at various airports, so we'll find out from the guys what's happening on the ground. We'll speak to Mango directly to get their feedback and also follow up with the DPE in terms of what this means means for the relationship of Mango together with SAA, which we know is currently still going through its business rescue process.
1: Okay. Uh, look, looking forward to that discussion is going to come through exactly in about 25 minutes uh, and it'll come through on Kaya Biz. So make sure you tune into that when it happens. Uh, we're still in studio with Mr. Zuma, to design his Zuma, and we've got calls on calls on calls. Let's try and speak to just one person. Kutso Unjan.
6: Yep, your name Zuma. How are
1: you? Grand, man. Thank you very much for holding. I know you've been holding for such a long time. but it's all good,
4: it's all good. Um, Hi, Mr. Zuma.
5: Uh, How are you doing, my brother?
4: Fine, thanks, Mr. Zuma. In fact, um, I've got two questions for you, but I did pose one behind the scenes. Um, That question, Mr. Zuma, is that the dynamics right now in ANC are quite interesting. Um, How are you going to maneuver the political field of lobbying the branches? Because as you know, the power is in the branches if you're planning on contesting on a national conference level. Number two, if that uh, route doesn't work, uh, do you consider taking the independent candidate, um, campaigning as an independent candidate and running as an independent candidate um, since the constitutional court now allows people to contest national provincial uh, elections on a, on, as an independent candidate? Is that a route that you're willing to take?
5: So thank you very much for the question. Um, I think let me start with the second one first. Uh, I think it's interesting that the Constitutional Court has made that ruling um, for two reasons. One, I think it's it's in my view, and this is my 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 humble submission. I think it's been uh, a ruling that was has been put into place to just level the playing field out a bit because of the dominance of the ANC. I I, I really believe that. Uh, but secondly, and most importantly, I, I do think it's important that more people do actively get involved in mainstream politics because there is a lot of space to play uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, uh, roles that people need to assume um, you know you can't just sit on the sidelines criticize and not be a part of the solution by being on the playing field um, but from my side I've always said to answer your first question uh, the ANC I've grown up in the ANC I'm a child of the ANC to me the ANC is is more than just a political party. It's an institution, it's a history. Um it the ANC grew me up and many others um like me. And um we 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 can't take that lightly. It's 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 a system, it's a clue that holds our South African society together today, whether people like to hear that or not. So my my movement will definitely be through the ANC. Uh just arrived from Durban today actually to to the Car FM studios and you know there's um, bGMs happening at the moment uh, Brown's general meetings and seeing the dynamics that are unfolding on on who's going to go away who's you know who wants, who's who's been given who will be given the opportunity to 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 um, partake in, in 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 the politics moving forward so I'll be definitely I'll be engaging anyone and everyone that is willing to engage with me
1: let's try and take another caller because we really need to get through as many of these as possible debojo really dejo. Okay, were, was not there? Rowan. Rowan. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. Thanks. Thank you very much for holding. What's your question?
7: Cool. Uh, so sorry, Emma. I didn't realize I was going live. Um, my question is basically from a from a son to his father, who has had all these accusations thrown against him. Mm-hmm. What? Why hasn't Doudjazane gone and said? dad, you know, this is all rubbish, you're innocent, just go to court, have your name cleared, so we can move forward with our lives. Because now it's been decades of all this nonsense, and here we are, still knowing we still don't have any answers, all we have is accusations. So, I can imagine this would have put a lot of strain on the Zuma family, and assuming the man is innocent, why didn't you just go to court...
5: Thank you very much for that. Rowan, Mr. Zuma. Rowan, thank you very much for your contribution to this conversation. That's a very important question. Um, I think the question that um, you should be posing, or the people you should be posing that question to, uh, my brother Rowan, is to the National Prosecuting Authority and, and all the other law enforcement agencies that exist, because you're absolutely correct. This has been going on for a very long time, and this should have been brought to its finality many years ago, and it hasn't. Um, so, for me to so this, that's just the first point I want to make on Rowan's question. The second point is, when it comes to discussions with uh, with elders in in my in my culture and traditions, he's he's my father. Whatever decisions he makes, he's a political animal. I'm a business person, and I'm just wandering into the political space right now so for me to to advise him on how to handle his his strategies and and um the the, the issues that surround him is you know it'll be untoward from my side as as his son but one thing I, I i will say is we've definitely had conversations and it's unfortunate that it's gotten to to this point and my advice to him is he needs to fight the battle how he needs to fight it because i've had my battles, and you've seen how I fought my battles. So I, I've taken my own lessons. Mm-hmm.
1: Join the studio by Dudizani Zuma. If you've got any questions for him, please give us a call 086 00959. You can hit us up on WhatsApp as well 063
0: Five, nine. Kaya Drive with Cizwe. Let's
1: continue with the line of questioning because we've got a lot of calls on the line. Jackson.
0: Hey, uh, Seizwe, how are
1: you? I am well. Thank you very much, Bob.
7: I'm great. I want to ask Mr. Zuma a question here.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and try um, and speak clearly, please.
7: Okay. I want to ask Mr. Zuma a question here. Yeah?
1: Okay. Uh,
7: what made him to go to politics after everything that
3: has happened to his father? and decide to run for presidency. Okay, thank you very much.
5: Thank you. Uh, That's Jackson there. Jackson, Mr. Jackson, (laughs) thank you very much. Um, Very simple answer from my side. I, like many people, believe that the struggle for real freedoms are far from over and I speak from experiencing secondhand what has happened to someone like my father, because he's not the only one. There are a lot of people that have gone through these issues um, that are still in the system as well. And then from my own experiences as well. Um, I think there's certain things that I've learned and I've seen along the way that I believe can be part of a cautionary tale that I can um, place on the table to say, guys, if we're going to move as a generation that are trying to get this country to the next level, there's certain things that we need to do so From my side, I think my experiences as I've seen them in the business sector and personally is what's driven me to to this point. And so what would you do
1: differently? Because uh, let's say once bitten, twice shy, once you've experienced politics firsthand and you've seen how your father's life, and I've interviewed him, I've spoken to him directly about this. He said that he by no means had a soft life. Uh, A lot of people speak about how he only went up to grade four. In my interview he told me he didn't even start school Actually it's a misconception that he even started uh, And that's all Because he just got Immersed in the struggle with such an early age uh, And in his old age You see what the quality of his life is like uh, You spoke in an Interview recently about the quality of His health for example after he got poisoned And how that's been deteriorated uh, And I suppose When you look at life you got to look at it Broadly so Maybe uh, from the beginning to the end And the, the end is not here yet It hasn't been a bad life But it certainly hasn't been easy Why would you want to get socked in the chin? Why do you want to go into something like that?
5: I think I've, I've I've been living life And I've been getting socked in the chin For a long time hmm. So it's, it's going to be nothing As I said earlier on um, I, I, I understand what it comes with um, I've experienced some of it myself And that's why I say Look, I'm I'm, I'm good to go If this is a level of contribution that I can make by being a part of a team that is part of a solution, I'm 100% in. Um, so, the, the 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 pitfalls that come with it is, is not where my focus is. If if I can be a person that can be someone that can just get us to, even if it's a few people, to get up get up on our feet to 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 fight the fight, that's that's what's driving me because I believe we can. Um, if you look at where we are now from a political situation and you look at um, the, 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 the leaders that are in, in existence. I mean, you, we can't expect our elders to keep fighting these battles for us. You know, they fought the battle of, of political freedom. We can't have them fighting two liberation struggles in one lifetime, you know. Mm-hmm. So we need to step up. So from my side, it's, a, it's, it's a purely stepping up to say, guys, you've done your bit. Let us do ours. Let's get back to your voice notes.
7: This <laughs> Please,
1: <four pillow> from <laughs> bye, show, guys. Thank you. Send <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go to Google, man, you'll see us I know that, but <laughs> no, 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 i'm saying,
5: yeah.
1: There was um, also rumors <laughs> which you were looking to take a second
5: wife. Were those rumors or those facts? I'm a traditional gentleman, uh, you know. I, I don't, I don't live life in 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 a vacuum from my uh, cultures and traditions. Um, I'm not saying that I'm I'm looking for one, but your life, your life, boy. Okay, keeping yeah. it open. Okay, okay.
1: okay.
2: I just want to say this is one of the most insightful interviews I've listened to in a long time. Um, quite quite interesting. Thank you, Siba, for this. And thank you to Duzani for coming through.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening and we also appreciate the voice notes.
6: Duzani Zuma, I would like to know Uh, How did you handle this chanting of your name uh, during the tenure of your father, Mr. Jacob Zuma, as a president by the EFF saying Babagatu Tuzane and chanting your name um, prior to the allegations of corruptions and fraud? And again, my second question is that when I hear that Julius Malema will be visiting your home, Uh, to meet up with your father after all the chanting and the swearing and exchanging of words in parliament, how did that feel or how did that sit with you knowing that he's coming to visit your, your home instead? Or is it one of the political stance that you are also aware of, or you didn't take all these things that were happening publicly? Um, probably, maybe personally. Not. Uh,
5: thank you very much for that question, my good sir. Uh, from my side, I was actually I was concerned um, that um, Mr. Malima would have travelled to Tumkange. You know, um, after my father was poisoned, it was the basis of the poison was a tea bag. You know, so these ganja Tea Parties had me very concerned. <laughs> I was very brave of them to go, you know, knowing that that was a situation that my Especially moment. during COVID. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, no, all uh, jokes aside, um, it is what it is. You know, everyone's got the right to meet. Everyone's got the right to, to coexist um, together, to have discussions, to agree, to disagree. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, people insulting me, people um crediting me or celebrating me it's good and the bad as caesar said earlier on it's it's one package so the 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 baba got to tuzani and all those sorts of things um i i look at it and 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 i i am slightly flattered by it even though it was it was negative that people will take their time to to, to push this attention my way for whatever reason even though it came from whatever position it came from i have no issues with it um We've lived in a, in a world where we've seen our, our fathers get insulted um, and others that are close to us, ourselves being insulted. Um, it is what it is, man. We, we 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 keep it moving. We keep it moving. Okay, Lerato.
3: Um, hi, hi. How's um, it
7: going? First of all, I think um, very <laughs> sober conversation, and Caesar must say that I'm really enjoying your approach because. For the first time, I feel like Duduzani isn't being attacked, you know, while someone is trying to get um, answers out of him. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. But my question really is centered around, um, I completely agree with um, the fact that, you know, South Africa needs a young, more youthful and vibrant um, leader. You know, Tojo Sahuala even made mention of this. Last week, and from listening to Zikuzani on other platforms, I know he's mentioned that he wants to do it from within the ANC. And now, my biggest um, concern or almost question with is really how do you plan on, on doing it? And I know you've been asked this question before, but I don't know if you've really answered it um, because we know the people who are at the helm uh, within the ANC kind of, they've built these these barriers and these walls. And in order for you to even be a contender, you know, come next the Nixon conference, um, you really have to be seen and you really have to have some type of high favour. So how do you plan about breaking down those barriers and really just bringing along young people such as myself? Because I do believe in the ANC, but I think that the ANC needs a bit of spring cleaning and a cleanse of some sort to allow for us young people to come in and sort of contribute towards building policies that speak to what we are going through right now, you know, and and speak to a mindset, a more current mindset. I'm really interested in that because it's something that I want to get involved in, but you know, you can't just going mm. to the A&T. So I'm really interested in finding out how do you plan on breaking down those barriers? That's one. And then on the business front, um, I mean, you've got an international footprint. Um, no one can deny and access to a lot of markets. Are you involved in any kind of deals or trying to open up, you know, more spaces for young businesses to almost enter into those untapped markets? I would assume the Middle East, you know, is almost like a playground, a comfort zone for you. Um, Are you trying to open up, you know, some of those channels for us to get in, for us to also, you know, just try to spread our wings and so forth? Um, But great interview. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you very much for that, Lerato. Maybe just to add to the first part of her question, uh, she mentioned that she would like to go and help reform the ANC. Uh, Depending on how you look at it, she may actually have a better or an easier time doing that than you would because right now, currently speaking, the dominant faction, you are persona non grata there, right? Uh, But then maybe you can take it away and tell us how you plan to navigate that.
5: Okay, cool. Um, Lerato, thank you very much for those kind words. Um, It's always... Inspiring to hear someone that is is with the program. Um, from my side, I think this battle is ours to lose. It's not ours to win. It's ours to lose. Um, we are currently in a place where those those barriers have been broken down. May not see it, may not feel it, but it's 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 coming. You you it'll catch up. And the reason I'm saying that is it it's it's, it's a no-brainer. Where we're going to now, there's a a, a rising, a, a movement of of young people that will take up their position. Um, as a matter of fact, without you, Caesar, without me, it's, it's going to happen. All we're saying is let us direct it in the right. Uh, let, let us move it in the right direction. Let's be a part of it whilst we still can be a part of it and 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 be instrumental in in shaping what South Africa should be moving forward. Um, the ANC, of course, there's there's there's. Uh, we've spoken about gatekeeping tendencies. Um, I've just come from from my ward um, um, last night we sort of have. Um, where um, is
1: your ward, by the
5: way? Newlands East, player. Okay, Newlands East. That's where I'm, I'm based out of ward um, eleven. Um, and it's it's interesting to see how the dynamics play on the ground because as much as politics has evolved on the ground, it's remained quite primitive. Mm. Um, and then and that's the interesting part. But. That being said, there's definitely a, a, a movement of people on the ground, young and old, that are trying to see things change. And we are going to be those change agents. We are those change agents. Uh, From what I've ascertained, yes. the branches are promising some fireworks the next time they have an opportunity to speak up. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's it's it's, it's you know, we don't want to make any predictions, but I, I can tell you now, we will be in any conversation. That's just what it is. This is what we do. We're serious about what we're speaking about. Um, We're serious about what we're trying to do. Um, We mean what we're saying. And we're going to get it done. So for Lerato, hold on to your seats. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but we're crossing that finish line and we're coming across that finish line first. Don't ever doubt that. Taking
1: more calls. Um, There's actually... Oh, wait, you hadn't answered the the part about business yet, right? Um, yeah, so
5: so not just the Middle East. um, There's the Far East. There's the... um, 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 eastern europe um, there 's europe itself there 's Africa. wherever we get the opportunity to showcase what South Africans are about and to introduce them to new opportunities, we have done so and we 'll continue to do so and On the flip side, if anyone is looking for opportunities coming into south africa we 've done that and we 'll continue to do so um, within what we have um, in, in our control so that 's definitely something that is is is, is happening it 's not even on the cards it 's something that we 've been doing for a while mm. Uh, I know this
1: name. Makuban. What's your name? So, uh, Kanye Makuban is on the line here. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Let's go. What's <laughs> <laughs> Um.
3: All right. So, the question I want to know. What's your name?
5: What's Makuban.
3: So here's the question, right? Politics is a voting game. It's a numbers game. And we know that political parties stand on the shoulders of the constituents that continue to vote for them into power. My question for you is, why do you not stand on your own on your own political party and carve out your own identity, your own voice, but most importantly, let us know what you stand for on your own. And I'll tell you why. Yes. I don't see you fitting into the current ANC in its current form. Some listeners have spoken about the reform and the cleansing that needs to happen, but starting a new political party really tests what your constituents is. What support you really have, you know, and in terms of where you can go and how far you can go, standing on your own is what really establishes that. Why choose to go within the ANC as opposed to standing on your own and testing your theory of saying that I have the potential to be the next leader of this country? That's my question.
5: Thank you very much. Woo! (laughs) Woo! All right. Nice question. Um great question actually Uh, my response to you miss maguban is very simple we let me say myself i'm not the one that um, likes preaching to the converted Um, so you'll not find me speaking to people that are in the mix already i like chartering new territories so i've been doing that and and i'll continue to do so and the reason i'm saying that is whichever direction it goes wherever you are that will be done. Um, we're individuals and in, on our own, but we form part of a system. And and secondly, the ANC and the reason why that um, direction is going, and we're taking our experiences as human beings, as business people, as we spoke about our business experiences on the private sector, we are turnaround strategists. We pride ourselves in that. The ANC is due a turnaround, and we're the strategists to implement that. Simple as that.
1: Thank you very much for joining us. That's where we need to wrap it up. Uh, not because the conversation is over, but the time is. Uh, and I just want to thank you for coming through and being frank with us. Um, I think it was a good discussion to have.
5: Uh, whether or not you agree, not, yeah. no, I'm in I'm in full agreement, and I, I appreciate this this time and the, the platform. And as the caller said, your your approach to it, well, to this conversation, has been the first time where I've had an opportunity to run through with answers, and I appreciate that because every time it's been confrontational, it's been inquisitorial. This is the first time I've an opportunity to just speak through a few things. So thank you very much to you and your team.
1: Thank you very much. And thanks for your calls, your texts and your messages. I know we couldn't get to all of them, especially the voice notes and the calls, because there's still some people in the queue. Uh, But hopefully you managed to get something out of it. To those that missed some of the conversation, we will put it up on a podcast link. Uh, But then stick around, because immediately after this, Kaya Biz with Kukum is coming through.
0: Kaya Drive with Sizwe Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya <laughs> FM, FM Podcast. Go to KayaFM.co.za for more.